You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Sports Today. Thanks, Yang. Welcome back to the show. I'm Cam Stewart along with George Kurt. Baseball going off in about three to four minutes time, George. So my lineup uh, using the guys that we took, I'm going to put this one in. Clevenger and Peacock, my pitchers. Tucker Barnhart, the catcher. First baseman, Goldschmidt. Cano, Moncada, Arcia. And then I had to go cheap at the outfielder positions. Schlebler, Conforto, Bader. Not bad. 100-year change. What do you got for me, Georgie? When did we tell Yang that this is Weekend Fantasy Update? Isn't it Weekend Fantasy Update? Yeah. Not, not Fantasy Sports today. Well, no, but there was a new... I thought that was the new promo for our show. Because you no, I, I, remember, it's I, like I think it's the wrong name. Nine, working nine to five, and then I always that, say, that, "George, that's, that's you're the promo. working eight till two. No, <laughs> yeah, that, that's that, oh, that's the correct. I've been one. rolling. I've been rolling with it the whole day. I'm like, wow, they got new production for the show. I thought they just didn't get the memo. Just assume, but uh, yeah, welcome no, to the fantasy update. We're, we're just we're <laughs> close. We can fancy out there fantasy sports today. It's all it's right. All yeah, it's Dead experts in the morning this morning. Yeah, it's so all good. Uh, it's, a, yeah, it's all good. Boy, we love Yang. He's uh, he's 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 got a lot of things going on right now, filling in for the Prince. Uh, it's all good, Yang. I, I I just thought there was more stuff. So you know, it's all good for me. We do talk fantasy and betting. We should, should oh. call it, no, we should call the show the weekend fantasy and betting show. Well, we can call it the uh, Black Monday, Black Sunday in, uh, in Angel Hockey. Buffalo Sabres, fire Phil Housley. I don't like it. I don't like that at all. Uh, as I told you, the boogeyman's one thing. This guy's also working with a young team. Is it his fault that Allmark and these guys are the goaltender and their defensemen can't even sharpen their skates and stay on their feet? I've never seen a team pinch in more, fall down more, and give up more odd man rushes and breakaways than the Sabres. That's not Phil Housley's fault. The players just don't do what he said. He was a great offensive defenseman in his game, and it's what we talked about before. Always fire the coach. It's always somebody else's fault. Well, you know, you drafted Eichel. Go figure it out. Go go get get another defense and get a goaltender, and then we'll see. We'll see if you can improve. It's not Housley's fault. I'm sick and tired of these coaches getting fired. It's ridiculous. Uh, I agree. Well, you know, what they, what's the old saying? You can't fire 20 players. You can't. Yeah. So you fire the coach. The, the GM's not going to blame himself. He's going to blame the coach. You know, the, the Buffalo Sabres, they had, they had that 10-game win streak where everyone was all up, you know, oh, my God, look at the Sabres up and coming here. And uh, I know you and how much you love their goaltending in Hutton and uh, Olmark. They're horrible, uh, big, though. you got to agree with me. <laughs> Come on, George. I do, I do agree with you. I just <laughs> Maybe I would have sugarcoated it a little bit more. Uh, probably not, but... Uh, they have some issues there. It's, it's the NHL. If you don't have a good goaltending, you can't win. It's really that simple. It's the same thing as quarterback in football. You don't have a good quarterback, you can't win. You're not consistently, not consistently. You just can't. You, know, you cannot do it. So how's they gone? Bugner gone? Uh, makes you wonder what's uh, who's going to be the coach in Buffalo. Because let's face it, it seems like uh, you know Eichel runs the show there. You know, you got to be yeah, able to get does. along with him. You know, you fire Blizmo, you know, Stanley Cup winning coach, and now you're getting rid of Housley, uh, a top player in the uh, former player in the NHL. Uh, makes you wonder what they're going to keep doing here. I wonder who else is going to be going to Buffalo and what other changes they'll make. They made some bad for. I mean, you sign Ocposo, that's a bust, and that was easy to see that it was it was going to be a bust. So uh, I wonder what's going to happen in uh, in Buffalo. It's funny whenever we say Buffalo camp, all I can think of is the population. Buffalo, of Buffalo. Every time there's a fire in North Tonawanda, Cheektowaga, and the Bills lose. It's 11:02. Do you know where your children are? Hi, I'm Irv Weinstein. News for Buffalo. That's all I can think of every time I think of Buffalo. Oh, buddy! Is every that, time I turn on Buffalo voice. news, yeah, it's it's like hey, there's there's a it's basically one of two things: the Bills have lost, there's a b- building on fire, and yeah, that's, <laughs> welcome. Hi, Buffalo Buffalo news. It's uh, insurance fire, and the Bills and Sabers lose. Details at eleven. Thanks. <laughs> it's every I lo- I love every Buffalo, time. Though. People rip Buffalo. Like I knew, I have a buddy, uh, Carlo Koliakovo. You know, when he played for the the Leafs, he's doing morning radio at a big station here now. But he played for the Sabers for a bit. He had a good little stint with the Flyers. I thought he was actually he was was going to play in the KHL, and then uh, you know he got picked up by Buffalo. He told me he goes like, "Listen, man, 
Uh, it's cheaper living there than Toronto. It's like they got a nice little downtown. I like Buffalo, actually. My dollar gets stretched there. I don't have to pay $200 a night when I go to a hotel. I can get a nice hotel for like 60 bucks. It's like it's a very economical place. It kind of gets a bad rap. We do we joke around about it, but I, I'm a big fan, George, and they have great food there, kind of like you guys in New York, Long Island. Like The, the food's absolutely amazing. Pizza, wings, and pasta, like you can't beat Buffalo. The cuisine is amazing. Well, cheap. God, they better have good wings, right? <laughs> there are buffalo wings. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. So I, I hope the wings are good there. I got, I got a question on my on my Twitter feed here. All sure. Right, so uh, uh, Jeremy, who's uh, at Dissident103, yep. asks, uh, dump Chirinos for Ostadillo and keep Mejia. We must have two catches. So pretty much he wants his three catches uh, ranked. Chirinos, Ostadillo, and Mejia. Chirinos, yes. I kind of have it where I wouldn't do what he's saying. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not letting Ostadilla go. No, no, I, I, no. So, so what does he get? He gets two out of those three guys he keeps. Yeah, it's a two catcher league, which I hate, by the way. Oh God, yeah. And um, my we we had that. Like that's yeah. Two one catcher is hard enough. What <laughs> a two. No thanks. Uh, so who are we getting rid of there, George? So what were the names again? I'm I, I'm keeping Ostadillo. I definitely keeping him. And I, I don't yep. mind Chirinos. Uh, I like Chirinos. I don't. So I gas the other guy, number three. That's Mejia. Yes. And uh, I think that's who one guy would go get rid of as well. I mean, it's nice to have these three choices. By yeah. the way, you're yeah. doing very. Can you? He's doing can you better trade than one? other people. Yeah. Try to trade. Actually, excellent point. Two catcher league. Put out. Put up a trade. And then if you can't do that, then uh, then gas the third. But I wouldn't. Yeah. I, yeah. Good point. Like somebody might need. Somebody's going to have worse than that. I can tell you. That's definitely. And no matter what league he's in, uh, he's got to be able to trade one. That's that's going to be the advice there. But I, I'm agreeing with you. Uh, I would uh, I would let uh, Mejia go if you have to, if you have no choice. You can't move one of these guys. Uh, I'd let Mejia go. I'm keeping Chirinos and Ostadillo. Yep. So the Yankees and Orioles, George. I guess you're getting ready for that. That game. On, uh, did you did you take a shot with the the Hess Express? That game. I did. The, I okay. wasn't kidding. And I'm taking the under in the Blue Jay game. I might actually have a sprinkle on uh, the Blue Jays. I'm going to take the run line at plus one and a half down to 25 cents on my book because the line went up to minus 180 for Cleveland. So we're on the under. Got it at eight. It's now seven and a half. Wow. We, I'm glad we clicked that one early. And, uh, George, I think I'm going to take Kansas City, too, uh, at a short price at minus 115 against the Tigers. I think they get it done, and we'll go through the rest of the board a little bit later. But, uh, yeah, well, good good luck. Uh, I think Baltimore might be a good value play today. We'll keep on top of that. Hess, Hess did a good job. Like, uh, I know it's versus the Blue Jays and stuff, but I really like what I saw that night, and he looked pretty dominant, man. But then again, everyone's had, everyone's no no hit the Jays so far this year, it seems like. <laughs> well, hey, he started off too well. Uh, so far, so good. Uh, got Gardner and uh, Aaron Judge on ground outs. The Minnesota Twins have scored, though. Max Kepler, another bomb. Really? Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, we're on the twins. Good start. Good start, George. It's one nothing, but we'll take it. We'll take it. Hey, that's good. Gotta I'm start gonna, somewhere. I gotta turn. Uh, you're watching the Yankees game. I'm gonna put the Blue Jay game on now. Perfect. See, it's just, it's I've got old, three games on here. Good old I got Sunday. The Yan- the Yankees, Mets, and the Philadelphia game are the three games I'm watching right now. What the right hell I'm doing? I got so much shit to do. I got to go to like I, I got. I, I just got to realize I still got to pack. I got to do all sorts of things. I got to. Hey, leaving tonight? Yeah, up. you probably have to pack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's just you know. I think packing is a good idea. You just go there with what you're wearing, so you don't. I guess you don't have to pack. Just buy clothes there. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's actually it's funny. My my girlfriend uh, she texted me. She's like, "Don't bring the don't bring a suitcase." Like I hate the the one thing about the suitcase you got to wait on the carousel. Yeah, when yeah, you're in yeah, Vegas, yeah. you want to get there. I'm like, and oh god, and I feel bad for Gabe. Like you know what I mean? Like I, I know he's got a lot of rage and stuff like that. He gets pretty fired up. But like the last time we went to Vegas, the only thing that was lost was his guitar. And we're sitting there for like forty-five oh. minutes, an hour after, and he's seething. Like after a while, like he played it calm. Like he was like, "No freaking out." He's like. God, and it just couldn't get. Then they lied to him. Oh yeah, it's there. It wasn't there, right? Then, then the steam's coming out of his ears. We're waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, and all of us were there because we were getting a lift from another couple that were uh, down with us too. And I, I don't blame them. Like I, I'm telling you, I, if I could carry carry on, 
no problem. And I got a nice little soft bag that like fits in. What bothers me are those jerk offs that uh, have those huge luggage things. Oh, I'll just put it up here, and you got to squeeze it in and move everything out. Like I thought they were measuring that stuff. Like it, that pisses me off. When people like a carry on supposed to be small. It's not supposed to be the size of luggage, but people get away with it all the time and uh, end up taking my space in the overhead. Very disrespectful. I agree. Listen, the overhead's for your spot and your spot only. Don't take anybody else's spot. Make sure your, your crap fits. You can easily go online and find out how big your thing is supposed to be. I mean, uh, I agree. I 100% agree with you. I hate people who do that. Good start uh, for DFS. Uh, Clevenger, one down strikeout. So he started just throwing smoke. So probably about 12 or 13 more of those to come. Right, George? Oof, I'll take that gladly. I'll take nine more. I'll take double digits. Be yeah, very yeah. happy with that. I, I don't. I think you'll get it. I wouldn't be made you over under probably nine and a half for strikeouts today. I think you'll. I think you'll get to ten. He should be able to get there. No problem against this lineup. Yeah, no, that's the thing. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not waiting. So when he lost, he eventually got it back. It cost us an hour and a half of time. We had things to do. It really. Like it's, it starts things off on a bad foot. So you know what? If you just why don't we just go buy it? I'm with you. Like go get, get a T-shirt here or whatever. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I'm I'm just bringing a I'm bringing a carry on. All I got to do is like bring seven underwear, seven socks, and like four shirts. We're done. Two pairs of pants. We're good. Let's rock. <laughs> I I try and uh, pack light as well. I mean, uh, I do. I, I'm not bringing everything in. Uh, I'm, God, I'm going down to Florida at the end of uh, May. And, nice. Uh, you know, but I'm bringing my wife and two girls are coming. I don't even want to know how much stuff my wife's gonna pack. I mean, and my niece is coming along with us, too, so she'll pack a lot as well. It's like, oh, Do you my get a God. rental? I, do you get, like, a rental property, like a timeshare, or you guys uh, go hotel or stay at a friend's house? Uh, how, do you, how do you do that trip? I have a truckload of family that lives in Florida, and, like, everybody nice. and their mothers offered the, oh, you can stay with us, you can stay with us, you can stay with us, you can stay with us. So I'm, uh, I always stay with my cousin. My uh, my cousin Bob uh, always puts us up, and when he comes up here, we put him up here. It's a great place. Got a pool. Kids will love it. I mean, I don't even think they take him to Disney. They can just play in the pool all day. They'd be thrilled. We are going to Disney, of course. But that's uh, it, it, looking forward to that. But it, we're driving down, so that'll be uh, you know uh, a thing in itself. And all the stuff my wife's going to bring. I actually got to go buy one of those cargo carriers on the top of the truck. Oh so yeah, I can extra yeah. room. <laughs> You're one of those guys, right? Yeah, I got no choice. <laughs> European vacation with Kurtz. Yeah, that's the thing. Just da, 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 that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, that that'll be an interesting trip. Uh, me with uh, four women in the car. Yeah, shoot me. Yeah, see, see, George, but but this is the thing. You have the balance in your life. You have the four women, but in retrospect, the man cave, the three TVs, all the other. But things, see, that's you know why I, mean? I have the man cave, so my sanity gets kept. <laughs> yeah, you're doing a good job. That's the thing, and the, and the fact that your your lady's not even into sports or whatever too. It's kind of you just do your own thing, right? It's it, it's your business. Oh yeah, uh, two up, two down, two Ks. First yeah, two. is going to have a monster day today. That's what By the way. Uh, other players who were out today, I already mentioned Betts, Flores, Guzman, Good Choi call. for uh, Tampa Bay, Austin Meadows is out, Will Myers out of the lineup today, uh, Aguilar and Braun, we already knew that, Almora for the Cubs, uh, both Gurriels, Ulieski and Larrods are all off today for, for Houston and Toronto respectively, uh, no smoke, no Drury for Toronto as well, this is why once again Clemens is going to have an, an, a lights out game here, Vado, Marquecas, Brian Dozier for more. Uh, for Washington, Nemo, we already mentioned. And Cruz and Jorge Polanco, we mentioned those two as well. Once again, it's Sunday. You know, that, this is why it's so hard to play Sunday and better. It's hard to do anything with, uh, as far as sports, baseball on Sunday because it's, it's their rest day. You know, so many players are out of the lineup. It's not, actually not too many catches out of the lineup today, which is somewhat surprising. But this is what also throws off my DFS and my betting is the fact that so many of these guys are going to sit. And we don't always know about all of this before we place our wagers. Yeah, that's the thing. That's it. That's the thing. That's why you're on top of it. Like baseball, like any other sport, it's, it changes. The th- one thing about baseball, though, it's been good. The rule that they have, especially like during the week, uh, you know, the the injury reports early. It's not like DFS basketball. How many times have we had Dinkmeyer and those guys on our show or doing Red Heat and Rage? Oh, we don't know if the Greek Freak's playing. We don't know if Paul George is playing. We don't know. Like basketball better get their act together because it's a hugely popular sport and for DFS too, tons and tons and tons of people play and by the time you know you lock in a lineup you got like literally like say you got to go to the bathroom or something you have a couple seconds to change it before and sometimes you don't even know it's unacceptable like this, these leagues know that these things are happening you have casinos in Jersey and Vegas and now online stuff like get your shit together like it's like you can't be doing that oh yeah questionable 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 at least baseball stepped up 
Listen, you can make fun of the fantasy players all you want, calling them nerds or whatever uh, you no, want not to. Not nerds, uh, investors. But whatever, whatever you want to call them, fine. You can make fun yeah. of that all you want. But we're the ones who drive the industry. All right, we're the ones who are watching all these games, all the games. Now with, with the gambling now being made more acceptable, that's going to drive the game. And they need the information. So football has always been smart about it, right? Always been smart about it. They always got the information out there. Because they, they knew what, what helped them, what made, gave them money. Baseball is, understands it. Basketball doesn't. You know, hockey, uh, I guess they give it to you. Just drive me you know, upper body and uh, lower body. I like to get more specific there. But at least hockey gives up that information as well. But you, like I said, you could say whatever you want. We're the ones who are driving the industry. We're the ones who are spending the money, watching all the games. Which means if you're watching the games, you're probably buying merchandise. You're going to go to more games too, which means you're buying tickets. You're buying food. You're paying for parking. And there's all the crap that goes along with it. We're the ones driving it. So you, I say you can say whatever you want, but we're the ones who are driving it. And these these sports need to cater to us, and we need information. That's what we're looking for. It's what we, what we we crave. It's what we thrive for. Information. I'm not saying you got to give up state secrets here, but you have to make it better where it's more accessible. I couldn't I couldn't agree more there, George. I think it's uh, disrespectful to the people that put in the monies that are put in and uh, the popularity. You know that the sports sure they have it, but let's call it out for what it is. Without fantasy and gambling, they'd be nowhere they are. The NFL would be a shadow of its former self. It's uh, you could say what you want. Sure, yeah, we can watch a game without betting on it, but what? That's what we do. We're in million fantasy leagues. We bet on it. like that's what makes it's kind of like what makes a good thing better. You got a vested interest in it, and you get excited when your lineup can win a lot of money and stuff like that, right? So yeah, instead of like. Talking to people, I'm with you. Start catering to them. How, how's that sound? Do the opposite of what you're doing. It'll be good for you. You'll make more money. Well, I think football is, is so popular because they cater to everybody. Football was one of the first uh, ones, uh, ESPN, where they had, you know, had the crawl for the yardage. You know, Emmett Smith has, you know, 28 carries for 130 yards, three touchdowns. It's where people can see their numbers, see their points, see their fantasy numbers. You know, they were smart about that. And, what, you know, what's I think it was what's, from the movie Last Boy Scout, why does football have an, uh, an injury report? So gamblers can get an accurate spread. Well, yeah, that's why. Exactly. And that's why. You know, it, it makes sense to do that. You cater to that because those are the ones that are watching all your games. I mean, you're absolutely right. We would watch football anyway. You know, maybe not with quite as much interest, but we would watch it anyway. Correct. But would you watch a, uh, you know, a Calgary-Minnesota wild hockey game if it meant nothing to you personally, but if you didn't have anything on it? You know, if you didn't have a fantasy player on, if you didn't have exactly. 50 bucks on the game. And look at all the teams that aren't in the playoffs. You think I'd give a crap about the, uh, like a Buffalo Sabres game unless I didn't have money on it? The exactly. reason I watched that Detroit game, yeah, I was very disappointed. I didn't know Detroit was going to lose to them. But you know what I mean? Who, the, who, who cares about a Detroit Red Wings, Buffalo Sabres game, last game of the regular season, unless you have fantasy DFS lineups or gambling on it? And if you say, you, yeah, that's the thing. So, yeah, I, hey, industry, get get with the program and uh, start to cater to it. Hey, we're, we're ahead of the curve, man, here at our station here. Like, we're, we're for it. And hopefully these things expand. Like, look at you, George, like the information that you put in, like baseball DFS. Like, it's a lot of work, man, compared to other sports. There's so many moving parts and you need to know what's going on. And it, it's, it's like a domino effect. It just if, if they want to make money, they have to. Like I said, you, know, you could say whatever you want, and now that gambling is being more accepted, uh, is more accepted as well, right? So it no longer has the stigma that it once did, and I think that's only going to get better and better as far as that's concerned, as more states legalize it and realize, hey, let people do what they want to do, and stop uh, taking, stop eliminating something that doesn't hurt anybody except themselves if they lose. Yeah. Uh, I, I think once again, you it'll, you need to decay to these people. That's how your industry is going to grow. We, we know football. They want to make money any way they can, right? That's why they're playing in China. They play in Mexico. They play wherever they can, England, because they want to make money, 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 money. Football's always understood that. You know, baseball, I think it's starting to grasp it. The fact that they went to this where, what, they had to hand in their lineups at the commissioner's office first or something like that because once again, they yep. want to cater towards the uh, – you know the the, the new the, the well, I guess the what the new re- revolution whatever the gamblers you know they want to cater to us which makes great. sense it does it is like, it it's makes already sense. Come in, it's, it's good for everybody it, it's already come into effect like every time we're doing the afternoon show like boom we get it oh he is playing you know and uh, the NBA it's funny because it's like one of the sports where young people you know you don't it doesn't have heavy equipment. Uh, you know, you get so many different people, global game. Hell, it's so huge in Europe and everything like that. You'd think they'd be on top of something like that, George, instead of scoffing at it, you know? Once again, yeah, it, it never made any sense to scoff at it. I mean, 
I said to me, as far as the game, I think it always has the negative connotation because of uh, you know the, the, the mob control that people you were doing it in back alleys, which by the way I've never done in my life. I had to go make a back alley or anything. Uh, you always knew somebody you talked to on the phone or someone like that. As long as you, as long as you paid your money when you lost and you knew what the you knew what the rules were. You know, hey, you bet twenty dollars, you lose. You got to give me thirty. You, yeah. We all knew well, that. Things have changed. I used to meet people in back alleys, and I remember uh, I've told the story on the air. I dealt with a guy before my old bookie, and he sent uh, like his action to another guy, and uh, he's like, God, "Just meet me on Lakeshore." He's like a Russian mob type of guy. I'm like, "Oh God, this is this is not good." Like I really like <laughs> dealing with my other guy, who was very friendly, and you know we go out for lunch, but you know he couldn't deal with all the action himself. So this turkey got involved in it, and I'll never forget. George's like, "Meet me on Lakeshore." Lakeshore is like one of the biggest roads like in north america it goes from like one city to the other side i'm like where on lakeshore goes, meet me on lakeshore so i'm basically hiding behind like a bush at a gas station and i see this guy pull up in a fiero with a prosthetic leg i'm like god this is who i'm betting with i better get an online account <laughs> my uh my uncle uh my uncle by marriage are we taking a break what is it one point i don't know what's going on are we do we that's I, a good good question i don't know what's going think- on I can't hear you. Ah, well, yeah, whatever. We'll go. We'll plow. We'll just keep chatting. Yeah, we'll, we'll chat. Wow, Cleveland, and that is gone. Oh, almost gone. Double to the top of the wall, and yes. So Cleveland, uh, two outs. Stroman had a strikeout too there, George. So I think uh, it's interesting that the strikeouts in this game are uh, going to be plentiful as we talk about our DFS studs in this game. But uh, big double. I thought it was going to be a home run. Warning track power. Jake Bowers. No school. No score at the one Baltimore, New York, Washington Mets. Same thing here. Uh, my uncle, by the way, by marriage, not uh, not by blood, was a bookie. And uh, nice. I, listen, I I grew up in Howard Beach, which if you knew her here, you know where that is, and uh, very mob controlled there. And uh, he had to stop though because he lost his backing. You know, he stopped. Uh, this is many years ago, fifteen, twenty years ago, I would say he had to stop because he lost his backing there. And he had to, and by the way, it's it's funny how you because uh, this really comes back to you. What does he do? What did he do after? Uh, if he lost his, uh, his backing, guess guess what job he went into? Waste management? No, trading. Tra- oh, trading. Yes, yes. Trading. To my other point. And, yeah. Yep. Just goes yeah, from one to the other. It's all the same. Trader. No, I used to meet yep. the same guys at the, at, the, at the sports bar. And I'm like, God, these guys don't work. Because I used to work like more nights. When we did Red Heat and Rage, it was like at 9 o'clock. And I worked, uh, did some uh, other type of work. But it was, all, it was all at night, right? So I was just sitting there. And during the day, you know, I'd go grab a cold one and play some ponies. And, and I see the same guys in there. They're just with their computer. They're betting on horses and day trading all day long, George. That's all. None of them worked. They were just trading stocks and commodities all day and betting on horses. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it, it's just strange how it just goes. Like I said, you're a bookie, then you go to a day trade. Because you said it before, it's all the same thing. You're you're gambling, just like gambling a different form or on different uh, items. You know, gambling on players, gambling on teams, or gambling on stocks. It's all the same crap. Yeah, it is all the same crap. Uh, the Royals got a run there. Good, good, good news. I wish these games would end now, George. I got Twins over Phillies and Royals, both up one nothing. And uh, I think the rest of the games are scoreless. You going to do anything with these games uh, coming up there? Let's take a look at the board. A few more games are going to be going off. Uh, is there anything that t- tickled your fancy that we talked to about today? I was seeing. So next game on the board, uh, Cincinnati and the Pirates, uh, one thirty-five. Desclafani and Archer. And what else do we got here? Pittsburgh's now a buck sixty. George, should I take the Reds again, or would you get mad at me? <laughs> I won't get mad. I think you're nuts, <laughs> but you do what you want to do. But I'm going Pittsburgh. Okay, I don't know. I'm just a glut- glutton for punishment. Okay, well, we're going to take a quick little break here. Cam and George, weekend fantasy update coming right live. Torres, home run. Break down the hockey playoffs. Not- Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Pack it up, pack it in, let Yang begin. I came to win, battle me, that's a sin. The Indians are scoring, Strowman is struggling. It's 2-0 in the bottom of first. Two outs, 
Indians, they're really hitting. Ben got strikeouts. Who'd we bet on? Meh, meh. Hey. Yeah, Strowman. Strowman, George, we were we talk about maybe the good two pitchers, maybe the good two pitchers, two outs. Indians doing all their damage with two outs. It's now two to nothing. Nice little double, little flare double there, one to the wall. Uh, they got something going. Lewicki, yep, uh, I'll tell you something, man. Uh, two, two nothing Indians right now, and uh, you give Clevenger a lead. Uh, you might want to put a fork in it. If they put up three or four, I don't even know how these guys are going to come back against Clevenger. Exactly. They, they have been hitting normal pitching more against a good, good pitcher like Clevenger. <laughs> we also have uh, back-to-back home runs in Baltimore. Gleyber Torres and Clint Frazier go back-to-back against two, the Yankees in 2 nothing lead. 2 nothing good guys or 2 nothing bad guys? So, yeah, today they're the bad guys, George, when, when we uh, think about the Orioles as a pooch. Listen, I haven't lost yet. All right, Charlie. The best thing about Charlie. your team, no, no, no. The best thing about your team, though, is it's kind of one of those things. I have a buddy who does that stuff too. Like he'll like once in a while bet against and go. Listen, they lose the, you know, they lose the game. I win money. They win. It's not so bad. No, it's a team no lose I'm situation. Yeah. yeah. As long as you don't lose an, uh, a ridiculous a amount of money. Exactly. I find. Yeah, I always uh, right. I find something very interesting, win, George. Uh, no, no, I, I know you'd rather you, you'd rather you'd rather win. You're in the thing is the Yankees are going to win a hell of a lot of games this year. Uh, so I, I find this line movement very interesting. The Pirates were I saw it up to a buck seventy. I see uh, one fifty five now. This game's going off in five minutes. Uh, has there been anybody out of the Pittsburgh lineup? I don't think so. No, no changes. It's Archer versus Desclafani. That's just weird to see a fifteen cent line line move on this game. Remember, it was a buck sixty. Then it went up to seventy. Now I see a buck fifty. It's like, uh, I guess a lot of people are playing this game. Weird line movement. That's odd. Checking the lineups now to see if uh, anybody was a late scratch. Yeah, I can understand like a five-cent move, but 15 is pretty big. That's like usually a good player or something's going on, but I haven't seen anything. So no, the lineup is the same as according to what's going on baseballpress.com. The it lineup hasn't really changed, so I don't know why it would have changed. I don't know why Vidal, it's not like Vidal is back in. He's not. He still has the day off as well. Yeah, uh, it's just very, 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 very odd with that line right now. So that game is going off in a few minutes' time. I am taking. Uh, no, I don't want. To, I don't even want to say anything anymore. It's kind of embarrassing. But the other games are going well. So yeah, I'm going to take a shot with the Reds. Uh, Milwaukee and the Cubs. Uh, George, the more I think about this game, I kind of, I kind of lean Hendr- uh, Hendricks in this game against Davies. Uh, I know his velocity is down, but I trust him more. And you like the over in this uh, baseball game at nine, thinking we can get some runs. The one thing about the Brew Crew, these uh, these guys can really rake. Yeah, I, I said I'm going to keep betting the over in Miller Park until someone until they don't get the over. Every game, over, over, over and it's over by a lot. It's not like it's close here. Now, there's no Ryan Braun in the lineup, no Jesus Aguilar in the lineup from Milwaukee. So that's somewhat concerning here. So I need these, uh, these other players to come through. But I need players like Eric Thames to come through. Uh, by the way, no, uh, no Grando in the lineup either, as uh, Manny Pena is catching. So Milwaukee is taking a lesser approach here. Less is more. Uh, but the Cubs have their normal lineup here. So somewhat concerning here. But I'm still taking the over until, until I'm proven wrong. I've won a lot of money on the over this week in Middle Park. So until they prove me wrong, I'm taking them. Yeah, you just keep on, the numbers just keep on coming up on the wheel. So, uh, yeah, you're riding it out, George. It's a, that's a good strategy. Golf was delayed uh, earlier this morning. Siwoo Kim with a one-shot lead over Canadian Corey Connors. The Hoff, Charlie Hoffman, uh, two shots back at 1,300. So the leaders are just about to tee off right now. We have a one-hour delay at the Valero Texas Open. Got a couple guys in contention. Uh, let's hope for the best. It's funny. Uh, my girlfriend, George, she doesn't even bet or whatever. She just, like, uh, had a couple drinks and went down to the sports book, and she put, uh, uh, I think, 10 bucks on Charlie Hoffman at 50-1 to 1 out of the, just on the name because of Hoff, like, you know, David Hasselhoff or something. He's in second place. Got to love it, not knowing who the guy is, but uh, second place, not a bad pick. I'm like, don't lose that ticket. <laughs> Damn right. That'd be nice 500 bucks. We'll take that. Yeah, for sure. That's weird. I'm like, why'd you pick Charlie Hoffman? She's like, the name. I'm like, okay. Hey, is, it, is, is Charlie Hoffman the uh, the main character, the uh, the actor, the main character in Sons of Anarchy? Is his name Charlie Hoffman? Yeah, I don't know. I've done. I don't. I have no idea. Jax. Jax Teller. What was his real Charlie name? Hoffman? Jax Teller. Let's I know he's a golfer with a big forehead, but that that's all I know. Charlie Hunnan. All right, it's oh, close. Not not Hoffman. Very Hunnan. close. Very close. H H U N N A M. I thought it was Hoffman. Okay, it's it's Hunnan, but it's close. Yeah, no, no, that is close. It is very close. 
So, uh, yeah, the rest of the baseball games, we've got some afternoon ball stuff. I told you the golf is going on, George. I guess uh, I'm still waiting on these lines. Have you? I, I've tweeted it out. I, I don't see anything. I'm like I've gone to like four different books. I don't under like it's we're in the afternoon now. There's got to be a mistake. You're really good at finding stuff. I just can't seem to figure. I it out. check. I I haven't checked in about half hour, but there's no. I didn't see anything either. I don't. The fact that they all don't have it means something's up. I don't. I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea what it could possibly be. I like I said, there's no. It's not like there's any big injury. It's gonna, and why not all? Are they, are they waiting for all eight to post at once? So they're not. Po- yeah, it's just weird. I don't. I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't either. It's kind of interesting. So I was talking to our, our buddy Gamblu, and he says their odds uh, at the casino in in Vegas at the Westgate for the Western Conference teams. They have the the Vegas San Jose matchup out, and weird. And then they have Toronto Boston from the East. So they put up only two, not all of them. So kind of very odd. I don't know. Let's uh, let, let let's just go through through a few things though, George. Before we get to the series lineup, so we'll go through the Eastern Conference, Tampa Bay. Guys, obviously the favorite at plus 110. You can't see a lot of line value there. Next next in line to win the East, Boston Bruins, plus 550. Capitals, Stanley Cup champions, plus 650. Islanders, your New York Islanders, 950. George, getting some respect from the book. The Penguins, 10 to 1. The Leafs, 11 to 1. Carolina, plus 14. And Columbus, plus 14. I can't bet the Lightning at that price. And looking at uh, the dogs, don't want to sound like a homer, but if the Leafs can beat Boston, 11 to 1 looks pretty good to me. Uh, and imagine Columbus does beat Lightning at 14 1. That's an interesting situation, maybe, maybe for a hedge, but uh, the Lightning are the cream of the crop there. But plus 110, I don't see any value in taking them now. You had to take them at the start of the year or earlier because, uh, as we know, it's a war of attrition. Things are going to happen there, and it's the hardest trophy to win out of the big sport. So getting even money is not enough. I agreed. I agreed. I, and I agree with the Lightning in Columbus, too. I'm not uh, getting get no value of a Lightning win. And Columbus is, I mean, really, would anybody be totally blown away if Columbus actually did upset them? So you're that's getting, a decent squad there. It is. It is. And you're getting so, – so the Lightning are plus 100, 110, and Columbus is 14 to 1. 14. I go to 14. 14. I know. That's what I'm saying. You win that series, and then all of a sudden you're going, I'm holding a 14 to 1 ticket. It's like some teams were that at the start of the year to win the Stanley Cup, not going into the playoffs. That's pretty, that's a hell of a big number there. And I'm going to say this I don't want to sound like a homer. I get it. Boston is better, but plus 550 to like the Leafs at 11 to 1, if they beat Boston, they're still a pretty good hockey team. I'm not saying they're the best, but 11 to 1, I think, is good value for Toronto, George. I know you're not a fan, but that's a good price. I would have put them probably at about 8, not 11. I think Frederick Anderson uh, got hurt last night, too. Uh, yeah, he'll be all right. I don't, I don't, think, it's, I don't think it's serious, but uh, I'm not betting. I don't, I don't think Toronto has a. I don't think Boston's all that great either. I think they're pretty much a one-line team, one-and-a-half-line team. Their goaltending's not so damn hot either. Tuka Rask, like, I know he's been wicked before, but he, he's very similar, in my opinion, to Pekka Rene. Like, when the wheels fall off, he, it could go really poorly. And, yeah, yeah, you said it. Boston's a one-line team. The problem is their line's real good. <laughs> real oh, yeah, that line's one of, the, one of the best in hockey, if not the best. I mean, it, that Marshawn, Bergeron, and Pasternak, I mean, my God. That's right. That's right up there with any line you could name. I mean, so uh, yeah, they're uh, it's, it's a good line there, but I that's one I, I wouldn't I would expect Boston to win that, uh, and uh, so I won't put any money there. But I I honestly wouldn't be shocked, would not be shocked if Columbus pulls off an upset. I wouldn't be. I'm betting if, on what if the Brooks series. Gets hot? What do you think? What do you think the series price is going to be? I think it's going to be Tampa Bay minus four eighty, maybe higher. I, I don't. Oh, I think you it think probably it'll be will close to five to one. Because, uh, you know, I'm thinking about this wrong. I'm thinking about this as far as knowing it. But they're, they're, Vegas is going to think about it as, as far as who people are going to bet on. And people are going to yeah. bet on Tampa Bay because it's they, – they, they, they look at the standings. Oh, Tampa Bay's won. Columbus is eight. So they don't know hockey. They don't understand that Columbus is not that, not that bad a team. If Bobrovsky is hot in the NHL, if the goaltender is hot, my God, he can win, win your series. Uh, obviously, Tampa Bay has very good players. Vasilevsky's hot too. Uh, I, I expect them to win. But I think 5-1 is too high. Yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting. I think I, I don't think it's going to be any less than four, and it might go up to five. It'll probably be minus four twenty in that range. I'm thinking five maximum. Interesting to me, the Washington Capitals, the Stanley Cup champions, plus six fifty. Uh, what do you think about that one, uh, there, George? A uh, uh, little bit uh, disrespect from the Capitals. I know they have an injury on the back end, but they still are Washington. Ovi got a taste of the cup. I'm not sure how hungry they're going to be this time since he got it, but. 
plus 650 is not a bad price if the Washington Capitals, uh, you like them. It's uh, kind of interesting there. Very, I would have made that line a little bit lower. So would I. I'm with you there. Uh, I, I think Washington takes care of business. I think Carolina is a nice story here, but nothing they're, great. They're, and Washington swept them this year. Right. And they don't have the depth that Washington. Washington's better in almost every category. You know, uh, better on offense, better on defense, better goaltending. Uh, I, think, I think Carolina, sort of like the Islanders, is a great story. You know, they got the players fantastic for that organization, for that area. But I don't think they're anything uh, special where you go, oh, my God. Yep. Canes might do something uh, wild here. I don't see that happening at all. Ex- By the excellent. way. Uh, You're so right. And, George, think, oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, give me the baseball update, and I'll just uh, – I, I got something for you, too, and, uh, and with the rest of the stuff. What do you got for me, George? McNeil just uh, misplayed a ball in left field. Uh, I mean, it's directly over his head. So the toughest to catch for a uh, for a ball play, but it's now four nothing. Nationals lead the Mets and wow. Zach Wheeler here, and, and that may be all that Max Scherzer needs in this game. Glad we didn't take that. Remember that that total six and a half, George? Didn't fall for the under. Got to be worried about those games. One big inning, and you could be toast. We'll go through the rest of the board. Interesting uh, calculations in the Eastern Conference. We'll get to the Western Conference and the rest of the baseball board. All this on the Weekend Fantasy Update. I'm Cam Strew with George Kirch. Back after a short break. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Nice call, Yang. You know what it is today? WrestleMania. Uh-oh. Hey, George, you a big uh, WrestleMania fan? Welcome back to the show, everybody. Do you bet on wrestling? Negative. I don't buy, I don't watch wrestling at all. So, uh, no. Brock Lesnar. Uh, Brock Lesnar might be a good underdog today. Watch out. Plus 140. I got a lock for you, too. Becky Lynch in the women's three-way uh, finale. She, she'll win for fun. I've heard of that. I've heard her. I've heard her name. Something that came out uh, about Becky Lynch that she's saving. I guess women's she, wrestling, or something she, like that. She's got a huge hate on for Ronda Rousey too. Like Rousey's talking to people, you know, about cutting up stuff. And wrestling's tough, man. Like you go, like if you take it seriously, like it's it's a life commitment, man. Going to like you know the junior leagues and traveling around. It's it's not a glorified life. Like till you get to the WWE, it's kind kind of like playing like the minor leagues in ball. It's hard, man. It's a grind. Yeah, so I, I I I don't know. I just never been a big wrestling guy. Never really cared all that much. Never, <laughs> never. I mean, it's because it's fake. I mean, it's scripted. I don't know. But uh, even when I was a kid, never really watched wrestling all that much at all. Uh, scores here: Washington leads the Mets five nothing now uh, in the bottom of the second inning. Uh, Yankees two nothing over Baltimore. Gardner just hit a leadoff double here. Still one nothing. Minnesota leads the Phillies. Uh, we got some home runs going on today. So we got some uh, yep. interesting action in the early going so far. Big time. And what I was going to say to you, we were talking about we're still waiting for the series prices to come out probably this afternoon or tonight. Don't think you could wait much longer than that. But the Capitals, uh, pretty good value at plus 650. I'm not going to pull the trigger. But I find this very interesting, George, the next one too. You have the Islanders against Pittsburgh, and the Islanders are plus 950, and Pittsburgh's uh, 10 to 1. Obviously, some people think that the Islanders can win this series if you're going to give them uh, slightly better odds than Pittsburgh. And in my other book, they're both exactly 10 to 1. The problem with the Islanders is going to be the Islanders don't score goals. Uh, they can't score. So they're going to they're yeah. gonna have to hope to play two, one, three, two games in Pittsburgh. If I'm the, the Penguins, I'm playing wide-open hockey. I'm playing wide-open hockey. Let's Are see. you surprised, though? Like, I, I find, like, I would have put the Islanders at about 12-13, not plus 9-15. Yeah, I, I am surprised. I, I'm very surprised, actually. Because, listen, if, you have, if, if, if you've been watching the Islanders the past two months, they, can't, they don't score at all. I mean, not at all. Uh, it's it's very tough that they don't have any finishers on the team. Not a one. You know they they are a team. They play a very good defense. Goaltending has been fantastic all season long with Leonard and, uh, and Greece. I expect Leonard to start here. I think Pittsburgh wins the series. Maybe he wins it easily because uh, once again they'll score enough goals to cover up any mistakes they might make. But even the mistakes they do make, the others may not be able to take advantage of. 
So that, that's I my just, problem here. Pittsburgh I just will find score it crazy. If they're less, if if they're plus nine fifty and the Penguins are, t- are ten to one, the, the the series price is basically going to be a pick'em. Then would it not? That's what it would seem to me. And I'll take I'll take Pittsburgh every time in that. I want to bet on the Islanders. I, I I think I got more faith in your team than you do, uh, George. But uh, I understand your point of view. I just I, I just I'd love to see the Islanders beat Pittsburgh for all the times that they they've been close. It's interesting. The Islanders in their history have a lot of interesting playoff battles with Pittsburgh. I remember when uh, Dave Volek scored the winning goal in uh, Game. Oh 10, yeah, one of, one of the biggest upsets of all time. Actually, that's when I around the time that I was really getting into be- gambling. My bookie told me he's like, "You're the only guy who took the Islanders, man. What a pick!" Like they were like crazy. The underdogs there and I was like yeah I was cashing in big time I love Dave Volek and that ceramic head great great helmet nice Jofa God I remember that game very well here what with a uh, Volek and that goal against Tom Barrasso uh, absolutely Brasso. great Island of Memories George put that one on the on the VHS tape to relive like your Cowboys uh, epic moments I had that game by the way so you don't you don't have to I, I do have that Islander I knew it was I know something else Something else I remember. With Major League Baseball season now in full swing, it's time to swing for the fences by playing Daily Fantasy Baseball with DailyRoto.com. Become their eighth $1 million winner or another one of the countless number of people who have won hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands, even hundreds of thousands of dollars using DailyRoto.com to help set their DraftKings or Fantasy Duel MLB lineups. If you are playing MLB, DFS, and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount and you'll get lineup alerts, projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, the use of the lineup optimizers that have already produced millions in DFS winnings. That's the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Well, uh, well said, George. Yep, yeah, well said. The optimizer, it does uh, a lot of the work. You do a little bit of work. You put your brains together, you and the computer, and hopefully win some money. Another thing that I found very interesting when we're looking at these prices, both the biggest underdogs in the East, you have Columbus and Carolina. They're both 14 to 1. I think Columbus at 14 to 1 is a better bet. I agree. I said I don't think they'll win, but I think they got a shot. And for the uh, the odds you give me, I'll take my chances on it here. So uh, I 100 percent agree with you here. Gary Sanchez, another home run for the Yankees. This one a two run wow. shot, four nothing Yankees. Uh, uh, my Baltimore bet's not going to come through. The, the Hess Express, uh, he's been derailed, man. Uh, see, big difference between throwing those meatballs up against the Blue Jays and the Yankees, right, George? <laughs> yeah, a little uh, spring a leak here. Just the gasoline's leaking. Yeah, gasoline's leaking. leaking, and the Yankees are lighting the match. Has has flammable this afternoon. Yeah, so I find there's a lot of discrepancies in the East. Uh, Tampa Bay, sure you can win, but George and I aren't taking them at even money. I think Boston is a little bit too rich at plus five fifty. The Capitals at plus six fifty offers a little bit of value. We totally agree. Pittsburgh and the Islanders the same price, very interesting. And uh, out of the big dogs, Carolina and Columbus, me and George both think if you're going to really uh, go for try to swing for the fences, Columbus is a better play because if they do pull off a shocking upset, I think they're a better team than Carolina. Moving forward, now we got the West. Uh, this is really weird to me. I'm looking at the odds. Well, who would you make the favorite uh, in the West, uh, George? If you at Kurtz's sports oh, yeah. book, where would you go? Uh, I mean, the problem is, I mean, do we trust? I don't trust Calgary's goaltending. I don't trust. Uh, I certainly don't trust San Jose's goaltending, even though I think they're the best overall team. Uh, Nashville, Renee, you said it before, has been up and down. He's hard to trust. Winnipeg. I think Vegas is the best team. I just yeah. do, but Flory, Flory came back late, and he hasn't played all that well in his last two games either. But I, I think Vegas is the best team. This is my point. Listen to the odds in the West, guys. This is nuts. Calgary is the favorite at plus 240, okay? Calgary, plus 240. Oh, very interesting. Nashville, second favorite, plus 475. S.J. Sharkey, third, 6-1, to one, tied with Winnipeg at 6-1, to one. The Blues at seven to one, and Vegas at seven to one. The fifth or sixth choice on the board out of out of eight teams. Are you kidding me? Dallas eleven to one, Colorado twelve to one, Vegas at seven to one. Am I missing something here, George? That's nuts. That's crazy. They, they, they seem just to be following the uh, standings. You know, not not how teams have played the past couple of months here. Uh, I think Vegas is the best overall team. I do. 
I mean, and if Flory, if Flory hadn't gotten hurt and he was playing as well as he was, I'd have no doubt about Vegas. And seven to one, I still don't have much doubt. And I, I, listen, I like St. Louis too. So Once I, I look at the goaltenders, I always look at the goaltenders, and Bennington is playing so well. He has revitalized that team. They were what in January they were last in the Western Conference, last. And now they're one of the best teams, in my mind, one of the favorites here. I, you have to look at the goaltending. I don't know if I trust any of these goalies. I think the West is going to be wild. You know, I'm going to enjoy watching these games here. But I like Vegas. I'm telling you, I think they're the best overall team from head to toe. I think it's crazy. Sure, they can win. But Calgary, uh, that high of a favorite to me, uh, it's, it's almost a typo. They should be 5-1, to one, not plus 240. You're putting Nashville at plus 475. Like, are you kidding me? The, the Sharks at six, Winnipeg at six, the the Blues at seven. Like, it's almost a misprint. Like, yeah, even if they do it, you you take that team at that price and this wide open, that's just a bad bet. Calgary's going to have to play 80s Edmonton Oilers hockey because there's no way they can rely on Smith or Riddich. Uh, that's right. I assume it'll a lot be of Mike overs Smith. in their games. Lots of overs. Right. They're going to they're try and win six, five games. I mean, good luck. Good luck. They might work in the first round. You know, but after that, when you get teams with better defenses, uh, I, I don't know. I just don't see it happening there. Uh, they, listen, they're a great. I mean, as far as top six, top nine forwards, they're one of the best in the league, if not the best. You know, you give them the credit for that. They can score. They have talent all, all over there. But you need goaltending in the NHL. You need starting pitching in baseball. You need a quarterback in football. They don't have goaltending. No, um, I, I, I just, and we try to like, you know, we're not going to say, oh, this team's a lock or whatever. But on it, when I look from a value perspective, when we look at our sports book, you can't make that team at that price. I just think that that's absolutely insane. Uh, I, I'm going to pass. My brother's from Calgary, who I'm going to Vegas with. Uh, you know, maybe he'll, he'll throw it down on them, but that, it's not a, a good enough price. I think we could actually go offshore and try to find a better price than that. Like, I, I just don't understand that. I'm going to keep on shopping around to look for something more. But uh, to me, George, I'm going to tell you something, and I said this before. There's two teams in the West that I'm looking at. Like, first of all, Vegas at seven on that book, that's going to get starred beside. But I also think, what do you think? I'm just telling you, I've we've watched a lot of hockey before. The Dallas Stars at 11-1 to can play this type of playoff game. They can lull you to sleep and win a 2-1 to game. A one to like They are that type of team. They will lock you down. Their defense has been much improved, and I think they're perfectly suited for the playoffs. I know we worry about Bishop. It's a concern, but at 11-1 to in a wide-open West, I think it's well worth a look. And Bishop came back uh, yesterday and pitched a shutout. Shutout. Exactly. Boy, we like to see that. We love Bob to see that, we right? Know, we don't know when he's going to like uh, take a lean and pull something, though. That's the problem, <laughs> right? That the is the problem. Wake up, the guy might wake up in the morning. Ah, my groin. Like, that's the thing. He, in the shower, ooh, something didn't feel right. He gets hurt all the time. But when he's on, when he's on George, like this team, I think you have to take note. They're very dangerous. Any team that has a top-notch goalie, listen, Bishop's not going to win the Vesna, but he played, when he was healthy, he played very well. Yeah. If he would have played 55, 60 games this season, he'd be in the Vesna conversation. But he's been hurt, I think, three, four times now, so he won't be. But he had that kind of season. And if he's healthy, they're dangerous. Once again, if you have a goaltender, you're dangerous. You're just dangerous. Because I'll say it again, we've all, you know, Ken, you've watched hockey forever, so have I. Yeah. We've all seen series where the other team got dominated, but yep. they couldn't beat the goaltender. The goaltender just had one of those magical series, magical two weeks. That's all you need, a magical two weeks, and you win. And I don't think Dallas will get dominated. I just think they should. They might get outplayed. But if Bishop is playing the way he's capable of playing, they have a chance. And remember what happened uh, before. We could look at it. Uh, old memories, Halak. The Montreal Canadiens were like a very average team. This guy, basically, he was on a tootsie roll for a while. They went deep. Last year, the Washington Capitals are struggling. They start Grubauer against Columbus. They go back to Holtby. What happened? He caught a heater, and they won the Stanley Cup. I, I'll say Ovechkin played well, too, but it was one of those things. They went back to the goalie. It kind of stationed, you know, it, it kind of got things back in line, and they played behind him afterwards. You're say, absolutely right. Like, no other sport, man. You get this guy, all of a sudden, he's, he's feeling invincible. You beat anybody and so that's why we look for long odds i'm going to look at those teams at 11 to 1 12 to 1 14 to 1 because anything could happen i think it's wide open this year like you could tell me one who is the best team hands down i got tampa bay i get it tampa bay but we don't see tampa bay's even money now so i have to say pass if you didn't bet them from the start of the year or early you're not going to get anything for them like and in hockey when things are so unpredictable you can't sure if sure if you if you're a rich guy you could do whatever you want but i just don't like taking things at even money 
Like even money's for a baseball game, not for, not for a team to win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> That's a lot I agree. Of I agree. Someone tweeted out or. Um, Either late last night or early today, that this will be the year some weird team. I think I think he might. He, I think he's a different term than weird. Maybe idiot. Whatever. Uh, that some weird team wins the Stanley Cup, and I get where they're going with that. You know, because what there really is outside of Tampa, there is no clear cut favorite. And listen, if you told me, hey, I'll give you Tampa or the other fifteen teams, I would take the other fifteen teams. You know, once I'll just play the odds here that someone upsets them eventually. And if it's one of the other fifteen teams, I think it will be a weird team. I'm going to make five bets, George. And two in the East, I'm going to take the Leafs at 10 and Columbus at 14. And I'm going to make three in the West, Vegas at 7, the Blues at 7, and the Stars at 11. Those are my plays. I like your West picks. I like your West picks a lot. I would go with the same thing. Uh, I don't know if I'm being a negative Ned here, but uh, I'll, I'll give you a Columbus. <laughs> I like that as well. Negative and I'm going to go Pitts. I think I'm going to go. I think Pittsburgh beats the Islanders here. I don't know if they're very strong. Washington, I think, wins too, but I don't think I'm going to bet it. And Tim I'm not getting the. Yeah, you know, I, I think Columbus once again is the smarter play there, just for the value in case it comes through. Only, only because Columbus, I think there's a lot of pressure on both teams in that series. I do. Uh, Tampa Bay, because they know they have to win. And you, you won 62 games during the regular season. You tied the all-time uh, record there. It means nothing if you don't go far in the playoffs. And I do wonder, you know, a bad goal goes in in game one. Maybe they lose game one. That, that the pressure really starts building here on Tampa Bay. But the problem is there's pressure on Columbus too, because management went all in. With all the trades they made and not trading Panera, not trading Bobrovsky, they went all in here. So there's pressure on them as well. So I think this is an interesting series here. But these are two good teams. Columbus is not an eighth place seed. If the you know if the NHL had that thing where they can uh, you can choose your own playoff opponent, there's no way on God's green earth Tampa Bay chooses Columbus. They choose Carolina. Of course they would. Hell, they might choose the Islanders. They might. That would shock me. I would. I would choose. I would choose Carolina before the Islanders, but that would be one of those two teams for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. It wouldn't be Columbus though. They, no. they don't. They didn't want to play Columbus. They didn't want to come nowhere near close to playing Columbus. Yet that's who they end up with. So Everyone was uh, laughing like I said, at our idea, George. I think it's a wicked idea. Like in the one sport, you brought damn hockey to Vegas, whatever. Pick your opponent. It's a great, great idea. idea. I don't understand. Like, it would be great theater. It's, it's wouldn't actually, it be great theater? It's the only sport that would do it. It would, it would also get people more interested. It's like if me and you were in the boardroom, like we could sell this thing. I, it makes total sense. You you pick your opponent, and if you lose to the opponent. You're a stooge. You picked them. It's awesome. It sets up for so. It'll give the other team so much more um, incentive to. If you're a dog, these assholes picked us. Well, we're going to show them who's boss. Like it's real bulletin board material too. I think it's fantastic. I think it'd be great. There'd be so much pressure on a general manager, right? I know. Oh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll play Carolina. Then you lose to Carolina. I that know. would be great. You know, it, it would be a lot of fun. It would be. You could sell this on TV. You have a little thing here. For sure, you can. I, I think it'd be a blast. Let the, put, let's put even more pressure on the general manager. will never vote for this because they hate the idea. The general manager, when they hate it, because there's more pressure on them. It can show you them screwing up and not the coach. You know, that sort of thing here. But I, I think the NHL would be great for it because it is the NHL. It's not baseball, football, basketball. That's one of the uh, lesser uh, team sports here. That's why I thought the NHL was right to go to Vegas. Same thing here. Experiment. Try different things. Get your name Get your name out there in the, in, in the papers, in the media, TV, and all that other stuff. I know papers. No one reads papers anymore. Online <laughs> and all that crap. I like papers. I do, too. I read the, when I go to the gym, I read the paper. Yeah, why not? Papers rock. It's nice to get the you know the crosswords and all the other things. I'm an old school guy too. Papers still have a purpose. I get it. You know, like uh, I, I believe in online and I believe in papers. Well, George, let's get to the picks. Uh, we're on some baseball games together. Uh, let's see what we got here for the other games on the slate. I'm going to take uh, the Cubs. Uh, I am on them. I am on Kansas City and Minnesota. Other games, I am taking the Cardinals. And in women's basketball, Notre Dame plus three in the women's final four. George, what do you got? I got the over in the Cubs-Brewers game. I think I'm going to go over in Dodgers-Rockies, too, assuming I uh, don't have to worry about paying anybody uh, today. I like those. I think that's where I'm going to stop. Uh, And Tampa Bay, give me the Rays as well against the Giants. Well, thank you very much, George. I'm heading off to Vegas. Have a good one. Thank you, Yang.